T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the program. Well, we heard a couple days ago that Ronald McDaniel was stepping down at the RNC. I mean, and I've outlined to you for the past, I guess, several days now, the unbelievable uh, amount of spending that is being done by the RNC on the wrong things. So they're spending money on things like limos and uh, office supplies where the Democrats are spending things like on th- uh, spending money on things like get out the vote text and um, uh, voter databases, it's completely the opposite. And we heard that Ronald McDaniel was actually stepping down. Which, by the way, Mitt Romney says his niece is doing a fantastic job as head of the RNC. Anybody out there believe in? Anything Mitt Romney says, raise your hand. Yeah, I didn't think so. Flash your headlights if you believe anything that uh, that Mitt Romney says. No, no, it's total darkness out there. So anyway, so now we are hearing that she sent a message to members yesterday afternoon telling them that she is still hard at work amid reports that she may not be in her job much longer. I am still hard at work as RNC chairwoman and building a machine that will elect Republicans up and down the ballot in November, read the message. I'm currently on the road fundraising. We're staffing up with staff on the ground in 15 states. The team is busy making phone calls and knocking doors to get out the vote. The email, of course, comes a a day after we heard she was stepping down. She could exit after the South Carolina primary, which is coming up on the 24th. That is a Saturday. Keep that on your calendar. Get out there and vote. And I do believe early voting on that starts on Monday, the 12th. So um, so anyway, we're looking at, they're looking at um, Michael Watley, who is the head of the RNC or the GOP in North Carolina. And from what I'm hearing, that's a, that's a pretty good guy there. So um, we'll see what happens. But bigger news today. Joe Biden, the Department of Justice, has come out. They released this document to Congress a few hours ago. And it says that, yes, yes, Joe Biden had classified documents in his garage, in his home in Wilmington, Delaware. Stored in the garage, a bunch of documents regarding Afghanistan was uh, there by the dog bed. In the garage, because that's where I keep my important stuff, right there, right there, so that the dog could maybe eat your homework. That's it's it's right there, and that's where. So he stores it by his Corvette. He stores it by the the dog bed. He's got it strewn all over the place. But no charges are going to be filed against Joe Biden. Now, that's interesting. But what is more interesting 
is what is written in this report about Joe Biden. It really is amazing what we are seeing here. Because the wording that they've been using in this, oh, oh my goodness. And and listen, there's going to be a lot to unpack on this document, but they describe him as he, they say he presented himself. Uh, so here's what they say. We have considered that at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with poor memory. Based on our direct interactions with and observations of him, he is someone for whom many jurors will want to identify reasonable doubt. It would be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him. By then, a former president well into his 80s of serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness, the report added. Remember, when he did this, he wasn't in the stages of mental decline. So when there are questions, when there are questions about his inability, you know, where he can't find himself off the stage, where he uh, thinks he sent, uh, where he thinks he, he talked to uh, Mitterrand over there in, in France, although Mitterrand has been dead for 18 years. When he makes those mistakes, well, that's just normal misstatements. Normal misstatements. But now, they describe their conversations with Joe Biden as painfully slow, showing diminished function. Diminished function. He's just, he's just too old and gone to be found guilty. Listen to this. This is from the report. In his interview with our office, Mr. Biden, now listen, remember this. This is the president of the United States who is running for re-election. Running for re-election. And this is what this report says. It, now, this is from the Department of Justice. Hate to keep interrupting myself, but now you're clear. In his interview with our office, Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He did not remember when he was vice president forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended, if it was 2013, when did I stop being vice president, he asked, and forgetting on the second day of the interview when his term began in 2009, am I still vice president? He didn't remember even within several years when his son Bo died, and his memory appeared hazy when describing the Afghanistan debate that was once so important to him. Among other things, he mistakenly said that he had a real difference of opinion with General Carl Eikenberry, when in fact Eikenberry was an ally whom Mr. Biden cited approvingly in his Thanksgiving memo to President Obama. Oh, my goodness. Now, part of me, now I believe that. I believe all of that. But why is it in there? This is the real question. Why is all of this stuff in there? My, I'll put on my tinfoil hat here. I need to go get me one. I need to go get me a tinfoil baseball cap. Put that bad boy on. I'm going to make me one. Here's my thoughts. They are looking for a way to make sure that Joe Biden drops out of this race. 
They are looking for some reason to claim diminished capabilities of Joe Biden, get him off the ballot, and put somebody else in. Who that somebody else is? No idea. Could it be Gavin Newsom in California? Maybe. Could it be Big Mike? Could it be that they're, 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 they, they added this stuff to this and put it on? It's now on congressional record. On congressional record. That this guy has diminished capabilities. Are they really looking at that? Just the way everybody was talking about using the 25th Amendment against Donald Trump. Which all that takes are member, you know, unanimous members of the cabinet to say, this guy, this guy doesn't have the capability to be president. Are they looking to use the 25th Amendment to get him out of office? Now, I know what would happen. That would mean that Kamala Harris would become president. Kamala Harris would then pick the vice president. Could that vice president be Michelle Obama? Could that vice president be Hillary Clinton? Could that vice president be whomever? horrible Democrat you want to insert in that equation. I think there's a lot more at play here than just not prosecuting Joe Biden. We'll be right back. When we get back, Jay Kilmartin will join us about his conversation with the NRA. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. From the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, Charlie, I received an email from the NRA Tuesday trying to get me to contact my state representative for them to concur with the Senate version of the constitutional carry bill. This is the email I replied, dear so-and-so, I'm writing to you to voice my disbelief that the NRA recently encouraged members to contact their House representatives to concur with the amendments of HB 3594 as written by the Senate. That the NRA would support this bill with amendments such as number 36 is disgusting. I'm so glad the South Carolina Freedom Caucus stood up to pressure and said no. 
stand up for a constitutional carry bill without watered-down caveats, it's no wonder that the NRA is fast losing membership. Well, one of the people that stood up to the NRA uh, is the man, Jay Kilmartin, joining us right now. Uh, Representative Kilmartin, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. There you go. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Charlie. Thanks for having me on. So I I heard this was, I mean... uh, it's it almost sounded like blackmail to me. Either you guys concur with this or we're going to give you a diminished rating in the NRA's Second Amendment rating, right? Yeah, that's exactly what we were told. And, you know, I, I usually don't stress out about, um, you know, lobbyist groups, uh, although this was a special one. I, I'm a lifetime member. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to the annual show, uh, you know, the, the, the meeting they have uh, uh the big convention they do. Right. So I'm pretty bought into the NRA and I, I could not believe what I was hearing. Um, since then I've heard it may have been just a ploy with leadership to get us to vote along with it. But um, I decided on that Tuesday um, to speak up and speak my mind to the NRA lobbyists. And it was a very uncomfortable meeting to say the yeah. least. And um, I'm really happy that we didn't address it on the floor that day. Cause um, I'm a pretty easygoing guy, but I was so angry at the NRA. I can't even tell you. One of my sources says they've never seen you that upset in their lives. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, so, I, I said some things. And, and yeah. I mean, if, if we, we've met before. I'm, yeah. I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I'm mm-hmm. a small business owner, and I'm down there uh, surrounded by sharks and lawyers, and uh, they're kind of the same anyway. But, uh yeah, it gets pretty intense, and this is, uh, you know, one of the reasons I ran. Uh, I'm a pro Second Amendment guy, and uh, just watching how House leadership was was trying to pressure us to go along with this terrible, terrible bill. Uh, I mean, it wasn't even constitutional carry anymore. Yeah. But people just seemed like they were so eager to get something; it was insane. But now, and yeah, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you threatened to tear up your your life time membership card right there on on, on the floor of the house <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you're hearing that i can neither <laughs> confirm or deny i may have said okay. that to the lobbyist okay. i may have uh, walked out of the meeting yeah. uh, just shaking my head yeah all right so uh but apparently this is working now because now we're hearing that house leadership is actually backing down and they're going to be voting to not not concur with this bill and we're he- hearing that the senate is looking at taking up um, looking at these amendments once again, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard both. I've heard strike and replace, and we would strike the current bill that came over with the amendments and replace it with our original bill, mm-hmm. which is a solid constitutional carry bill. So, and that would really be the best, uh, because now there's kind of three options. Number one, you guys vote not to concur. It goes to conference committee. We don't know where that happens. You concur. It goes to uh, goes to the governor's desk, and then they fight thirty six in court. But this this is the best option, don't you think, for for them to strike and, and concur? Yeah, I, I think so. And I, I don't know if if the Senate will go along. I, I hear they're they're working together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping the big opponents of it got their little Spartacus moments when they spoke out against it, and they got their their uh, campaign trail fodder uh, down and it's out of their system. Um, Well, that's my hope. And uh, I I think we can get it done. My fingers are crossed and praying about it. Uh, So we shall see. 
Absolutely. Representative J. Kill Martin, a pleasure to have you on the program this afternoon. Thank you, sir. And please don't be a stranger to the program. Absolutely. Thank you, you, Charlie. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Take care. So you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, It's a call to action alert. Call to action alert. You need to get in touch with your state senator. Tell them to concur with the House bill. Strike Amendment 36. If you don't know who your state senator is, text SCREP, S-C-R-E-P, to 71307. That is 71307. You will receive a text with a link. You click on that link. It will take you to a page where you will put in your address, and it will bring up all of your representatives, from Lindsey Graham to Tim Scott to your uh, your congressman, your South Carolina congressman, your South Carolina senator, um, all the way down to your county council and city council if you are in the city. So again, text SC Rep to seventy one three zero seven. This really depends on you doing this. Now, <clears throat> you you guys have been the impetus. You've been the tip of the spear on this thing. You've been the tip of the spear. You're the guys that get this stuff done. Now, myself, this program, members of the, of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus, we can get the word out to you. We can tell you, we can inform you about what's going on, but it takes you being active. Charlie, you need an air raid horn to the call the action music. Call them, uh, I called them five minutes ago. Good for you. Good for you. I think an air raid horn might be good. One of those old World War II. I like that. I like, thank you very much, Texter. I appreciate it. Text SC Rep to 71307. Uh, tell your state senator. Now we got to get on the senators about this. Tell them to concur with the House amendments on this bill and send it to Governor McMaster's desk as quickly as humanly possible. Again, SC Rep to 71307. I'm seeing a lot of you people um, texting something that is not SC Rep, and I want to talk to you about your autofills. Why is your autofill putting that there? That's what I want to know. Just want to know. So S-C-R-E-P to 71307 and let your state senator know um, exactly how you feel. We'll be right back with Dakota Fitzgerald from the newly formed Greenville Patriots Caucus. It's coming up next on the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program. Coming up on Monday night, there is a launch party for a uh, brand new group here in the upstate, the Greenville Patriot Caucus. Joining us right now is Dakota Fitzgerald. She is with the Greenville Patriot Caucus. Dakota, welcome to the program. How you doing, ma'am? Hey, Charlie. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Really looking forward to Monday night. Tell us about the launch party for the Greenville Patriot Caucus. Yes, I am excited as well. So as you have mentioned, and I just have to say, you have one of the best audiences in all of radio. They're texting, they're calling, they're actively participating, and that's what we need more of here in South Carolina. So upcoming on Monday, February 12th from 6 to 8, we are launching publicly the Greenville Patriot Caucus. 
at Hughes Main Library. We would love for people to come out and turn out. So you can email info at greenvillepatriotcaucus.com to RSVP. Yep. I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the caucus itself. So uh, what, what, what is, first of all, why was this formed? Why did you guys get together and say, we need a Greenville Patriot Caucus? Really great question. So we want to focus on creating well-informed citizens. I'm going to give you a quote that has resonated with all of the Greenville Patriot Caucus members. It is to educate and inform the whole mass of the people. They are the only reliance for the preservation of our liberty. And that was said by Thomas Jefferson. So at our core, we are focused on inspiring individuals to advance liberty, the eradication of tyranny, and the preservation of rights for all by providing a positive and empowering experience for conservatives to build bridges through local action, partnership, and political participation. So at our core, Charlie, it's all about the fact that the people have the power and that we are the last wall of defense for keeping our republic. And we're at a turning point, a paradigm shift in our country that people have to participate. We no longer have the luxury of sitting back, relaxing on the couch, complaining about what's happening, but not taking the step to making a difference. You so know, we are providing that opportunity. You're right. I always say when you go to the ballot box, that's your first day on the job because now you got to do the follow-up, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. right. I, you, you just have to. Now, you guys went out a couple of weeks ago, and you, you haven't even launched yet, um, but, but you decided to get together a couple of weeks ago and go out and actually interact in a grassroots way with Republican voters here in the upstate and voters here in the upstate. Tell us uh, about that experience. I believe it was last weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just recently. So a couple of weeks ago, we had the opportunity to go out to the South Carolina gun show and do a voter registration drive. So this was a nonpartisan activity on behalf of the Greenville Patriot Caucus, Mm -hmm. just providing that public service announcement and that public service to conservatives who typically turn out to gun shows. And we noticed, number one, contacted over 4,200 voters, and the majority of them were from the upstate of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Over 80% of them were not aware that our upcoming uh, Republican presidential primary was on Saturday, February 24th. So we were able to tell every single person that came in over a two-day span, which was over 4,200 people, that you need (laughs) to turn out to vote in the upcoming Republican presidential preference primary. It was amazing. We were able to register brand new voters, a lot of young voters Mm -hmm. who were on the fence line, weren't quite sure if they wanted to get involved in the political process. And we were able to inspire them and encourage them to be the ones on the front line, to, to get involved, and that really they are the ones who are responsible for keeping our republic. So Really good turnout, uh, connected with a lot of great conservatives, and look forward to doing that again in the future. So tell us about your website, because that's also a great resource for voters, isn't it? It's a really great, uh, yeah, really great resource, really great website. So anybody who's interested in learning more can go to www.greenvillepatriotcaucus.com. We focus on three core pillars, one of which is creating well-informed citizens, We have to get back to our basics. We have to understand our founding. We have to understand the importance of our Constitution, our Declaration. We have to understand how to be effective, how to contact your representatives, how to build bridges with them, how to speak effectively to them and let your voices be heard in a respectful and impactful manner. We focus on local involvement and local impact. So that means that we send out constant call to actions. Just like you do on the show, Charlie, it's a great way to connect with individuals and let them know 
You need to call and text and email your reps. You need to know who they are, and you need to be able to get in contact with them to let them know how you feel about a particular bill that might be on the books coming up for a vote. And you've also, we also do uh, yeah. a lot of community service. So yeah. it's about reaching the community where they are, making sure that we are um, proving to Greenville County and the upstate that we truly love our citizens. Um, we have a deep passion for encouraging and inspiring citizens. And so we go out into the community, not from a political perspective, but just to give back yeah. and just to love and care and, and share that with everybody in the, in the community. So somebody's sitting around going, gosh, I, I don't even remember if I registered to vote. They could go to GreenvillePatriotCaucus.com and you can direct them exactly where to find all that information out, right? Oh, yeah. We have all the links there readily available for you. We also do self-paced educational guides. So we have actually created one. I encourage everybody to go and watch it. It's a very short video, and it walks you through step-by-step how to prepare for all upcoming elections. This is something everybody who is voting should be doing every time an election cycle comes up. It starts with visiting www.scvotes.gov. Check your voter registration. Are you registered? Is your address up to date and current? And where are you going to go vote? Find your polling location. Make sure you know. A lot of times before elections, polling locations change. And sometimes people don't go and check, and then they find out when they arrive at the wrong location. We want to make sure we streamline that effort and people have the tools and resources they need to be successful, confident voters. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Dakota Fitzgerald, uh, pleasure. I can't wait to see you on uh, Monday night. It's going to be a great time. Going to be at the Hughes Library, right? Yeah, that's right. So Monday night, February 12th from 6 to 8 at the Hughes Main Library. Feel free to check out our website or shoot us an email. Again, that email is info at Greenville Patriot Caucus to RSVP. Space is limited, but we are filling up quick and we'd love to have you there. So feel free to shoot us an email, RSVP, and we look forward to having a great time to advance liberty together on Monday night. Sounds good. Dakota Fitzgerald, Greenville Patriot Caucus. I appreciate you calling in this afternoon. Thank you so much. Thanks, Charlie. Take see care. Ya. Bye-bye. I will see her on Monday night. Hopefully see you guys there on Monday night as well. Well, we are hearing now that our governor, Henry McMaster, is now speaking out against the House amendments of the um, unconstitutional carry. The governor is now weighing in, calling out the House trying to keep them to uh, pressure them to keep amendments, the amendments. These are horrible amendments. Uh, Henry McMaster, have you even read these? Have you even read these amendments? Do you even know what they do? Do you know how they create not one, but two, no, three different classes of citizens here in South Carolina about who, who, who are all three treated differently under the law? Have you not read that? Have you not read that it exempts Members of the state legislature from certain laws here in South Carolina. If you're not, if you're not, or or if you listen to special interest groups who have your ear, Governor McMaster, I think that might be it. I would. By the way, by the way, when's the last time the guy held a press conference? I mean, literally. We see governors all over this country holding press conferences on, on at least a monthly basis, and our governor is hardly ever seen. We would love to hear from you, Governor McMaster. We would love to have you on the program, Governor McMaster. We would love that. But unfortunately, 
That has not happened. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. You know, um, I saw anybody with any memory whatsoever has got a little gray hair on them, um, remembers back when they were telling us during the 70s and early 80s that we were running out of oil. Oh, the earth is running out of oil. The earth, but but we, we haven't run out of oil. Oh, we've only got so many decades left. And uh, the, actually, oil is one of Earth's greatest renewable resources. It regenerates itself. Oil fields that were once barren are now uh, teeming with oil again. It's just the way it works. It really is. So now I saw a report the other day that, um, that uh, oh, oh, you're, oh, no. well, it's back again. You know, it's been about what since, oh, oh, that's, that's hard to say. It's been about uh, 45, 50 years now. A lot of people have forgotten when they were telling us that the oil's running out. Well, now they've started it back up. It's, it's uh, oh, here we are, 2024. It's time to start with this narrative that oil is running out. It's not running out. Again, it's one of our greatest natural resources. It might be the greatest natural resource. So we're not short on oil. Here's what we're short on, and not only, especially in this country, this country, the United States of America, you know what we're really short on these days? Masculinity. We are real short on masculinity. We have way, you know what we ought to ban instead of trying to ban oil? Soy. We ought to ban soy. That's what we need to get. Ban tofu. It's so funny. My wife, um, she was reading um, an article about this woman. <laughs> Who went on a vegan diet, went on a vegan diet, her teeth fell out, her fingernails fell out. And so so after she got fitted for dentures and after, you know, uh, some treatment, she started, you know, getting healthier again. You know what she did? She started eating meat, eating meat. Same thing happened to Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls went on this ridiculous vegan diet, and he said he never felt worse in his life. Never felt worse. So he started meeting, eating meat again, and ta-da, there you go. We got to ban soy, y'all. We got to ban it. That's some bad stuff. Soy is full of estrogenizing hormones. That means it increases estrogen in the male body. And you know that's never a good thing, right? So it I mean you get physical changes, you get emotional changes. In other words, you literally start turning into a woman, not identifying as a woman, but you start taking on feminine traits. Things like a loss of masculinity. We need more masculinity in this country, not less. We need a lot more. Well, there's this actor Kumail Nanjiani, this was a guy who starred in, do you know who that is, Kumail Nanjiani? 
Well, do you know who that guy is? He, he was a, tell me who he is. You, you know who he is, right? Yeah, he's, he's a stand-up comedian. I can't right. remember where else he's been on. I know he's been on Portlandia, if you've seen that. Yes, I have. Uh, a couple of those episodes are wildly funny because they actually they make fun of Portland, and it's just hilarious. And they do it so good. They really do. <laughs> What is it? Uh, the lesbian librarians. The, the hilarious. The feminist bookstore is yeah. one of the. The feminist bookstore. That's the one, great. The AC guy coming in. Yeah. I say in unit, and they're just like, stop that. Yeah, it, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, well, he was also in Marvel's Eternals. Yeah. Okay. Um, he revealed that following a after a year, he spent a year transforming his physique. To uh, better suit a superhero role. So he was bulking up, bulking up. And then after that, after the movie was over, he went back to his old soy boy ways. And he experienced trauma. Trauma, ladies and gentlemen. Because his movie was not well received by the critics. I know. I know. It's okay. It's all right. The movie was hor- The movie was horrible. Yes, it was. Yes, it was horrible. You was in a horrible movie. You might as well admit it. So the guy had to go to therapy. <laughs> therapy. He said, "Oh my goodness." He said, "Oh, yeah, yeah." But he still thinks traditional masculinity is a disease. He posted this on Twitter. Uh, Not Johnny responded to a post that asked, why did so many men stick with Trump in 2020? He said, many of these men uh, blamed toxic masculinity and all of that BS, and it's just a bunch of hooey. Oh, my word. Some of these people. I mean, and you do. You see it. I mean, uh, we do not have a problem. The problem is lack of masculinity. Well, you know what's toxic is sitting there and you're an actor and you make these movies and, oh, my one movie did bad. (laughs) So I'm going to – you need therapy for a – you're an actor. Yeah. You you literally – you star in movies. That's – what? I know, right? Okay, so I was in a movie, all right? It was called uh, Crime Story. I was in it with Mira Sorvino and Richard Dreyfus. All right. I was a principal actor in this movie. And let me just go look at some of the reviews from this thing. 20% from Rotten Tomatoes. 20%. One star. It was awful. It really was a terrible movie. I was magnificent. Right. I am in it with two Academy Award winners. I stole the show from Mira Sorvino. <laughs> I did. Go watch it. I'll, 23 minutes into the movie the is my first again. scene. A crime story crime with Mira story. Sorvino and Richard Dreyfus. Did I need therapy? No. You know what I did? I cashed that check with a <laughs> smile. I'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.